Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. Uh, Mark Howden from Consumer. First, we'll get the BAT trading update 7 a.m. this morning. We expect something reassuring around high single-digit XFX EPS for the year uh, and decent U.S. cigarette trends. We'll be back with more straight after that. Uh, secondly, you've got Brown Foreman results later today. We look for read across uh, on the pain from on-trade closures here. And you've also got Remy downgraded at Berenberg this morning. And then talking of on-trade, uh, more than half the cabinet are pushing to cut the two-metre social distancing rule in the UK, which would clearly be very helpful for the hospitality industry and on-trade to get back to business. And then finally, our commodity tracker suggests 3% input inflation still for the second half of this year. And that's despite some recovery in prices the last month. That's de- driven by energy, corn, coffee and dairy. But the input tailwind is likely offset by extra COVID-related costs like freight, logistics, labour, and some of the other supply chain costs. That's it from me. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Focus for us is very much on Inditex Q1 tomorrow, which we expect to be severely pressured, with gross margin falling over 200 basis points year on year and a net loss reported. We do expect them to talk about good levels of net cash and significant funding headroom that they've created recently, but we just note that Zara's fashion-biased offering and a disproportionate weighting to emerging markets are key concerns here for investors. James explores fashion recovery further in his uh, periodical published today. We look at further evidence of Primark's encouraging reopening progress, this time coming from Spain, ahead of next week's critical UK unlock. We also look at the extent to which footfall trends are normalising in France, which is where a market where a very tight form of lockdown has been applied. And he thinks this, combined with a decent fiscal stimulus in Brazil, could help Carrefour make up for lost ground. Bon dia from Industrials. This is Bruna. ABB tomorrow will hold a two-hour strategy update with CEO to present his first impressions. Investors are expecting the focus to be on margin improvement over the next three years, helped by ABB's ongoing focus on decentralization. There's no expectation for an acceleration of the already announced cost savings program, but there could be a focus on quicker realization. Another area of interest will be portfolio and specifically any potential margin dilutive uh, investments. ABB has been proactive on that. Management has committed to the entire return of the power grids net cash via buyback, and the market will expect an update here about timing and the buyback volume. Elsewhere, Volkswagen Group named COO Ralph Brunstetter as VW Brown CEO, so VW Group CEO Herbert Dies is giving up his role. This is positive because of a continuity and gives Dies time to focus on the group. And uh, Brunstetter reported into Dies. Good morning, it's William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMT Special Sales. So the most important thing from us this morning is clearly our upgrade in Deutsche Telekom to a buyer recommendation, 17.2 euros target price, that price up from 10.6 previously. Um, clearly, uh, the rump valuation looks cheap here um, at a time when investors are looking for value in Europe. The solid trading outlook, particularly in the domestic business, underpins this recommendation. About 40% of the increase in the price targets from a higher valuation for the German business. 25% from mark to market of the Timo US stake. And then there are risks, including competition from Vodafone and German fix, regulation, limited visibility on near term uh, Timo US post merger financials. But the most important positive here is clearly our focus on the limited industrial policy risk. Evidence is building that Deutsche Tel is managing the industrial policy risk extremely well. We're talking about fiber here, and we see minimized capex creep risk now with the stated plan for the so called fiber factory that's 2 million homes built per annum from 2021. There's also 
Good morning from healthcare, a relatively quiet day, um, a couple of smaller deals such as CSL. Uh, we have plenty of feedback notes uh, from expert calls we hosted yesterday, uh, one around COVID testing, which continues to confirm a significant market opportunity, uh, some more feedback on what uh, vaccines may potentially work, and also ex an expert call on non-small cell lung cancer. Uh, I'm also highlighting a few additional uh, non-traditional economic indicators, uh, which uh, point towards some improved activity, uh, also relevant, of course, from utilization, which, of course, was one of the key takes from our conference, uh, that healthcare utilization appears to be coming back. Look out for our tracker again to see uh, the progress on that a little bit later on in the week. I'll leave it at that. Thank you very much. Good morning from Financial Spec Sales, Tuesday 9th of June. Continued focus on the laggard rally uh, across markets, particularly within financials. You've got the BKX in the US continuing to break out as the yield curve steepens and the SX7E in Europe certainly making uh, big moves off the lows. Uh, within that, we continue to look at some of the underpopulated, least crowded names out there because that's where the pain is to be felt. We call it SOCGEN. Last Wednesday, coming into the ECB, subsequent to that, the shares were rallied about 25% in a straight line on elevated volume. We're going further south into Spain now, ahead of the Taltro take-up uh, next week. Recent data from Spain has actually been quite encouraging on lending, on moratorium usage, and on uh, spreads, particularly on the corporate side. Banco Sabadell has one violated analyst from the stock. It's trading just above 0.2 times book. Its tier 1 ratio is 11.6. That's an underpopulated name to look at.